Hey guys, I'm Grace. And I'm Maggie. Welcome back to the 411 Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about Stranger Things, and then we have a quick little Q&A session to go at the end yes. of this episode. Before we talk about our new favorite binge series, we're going to give you our daily verses. Daily. Oh, I tried to play it off this time, Max. <laughs> Just go with it. You know I'm never going to say weekly. Okay, so uh, my verse is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, which reads, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and to not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So when I was thinking about a verse for this episode, you know, in case you don't know, September is National Suicide Prevention Month. So this verse automatically, like, struck mm-hmm. in my head because, you know, God has plans for you. He knows what your future is going to look like. You know, he has a life planned out for you. So like those late nights when you're sitting in your bed, like crying, or you feel like you're not worth it, or you feel like, you know, why am I even here? Why does it matter? You know, God has a bigger purpose for you than, you know, something greater than your right now moment, something that's better for you you know, your future is going to be amazing because God's in control. So that is what I had. My, also Maggie, that was very good. Thank you. Um, My verse I chose, it was something I already had highlighted in the Bible app. It's one of my favorites, Mark 8, 36, that says, for what does it benefit someone to gain the whole world and yet lose his life? And this verse is saying, like, what is the point in spending your time on earth, giving into um, worldly desires and sin, living a sinful life that isn't for Christ but the world, and losing your chance to spend eternity in heaven with the Father? Mm-hmm. So whenever it says, and yet lose his life, it's pretty much talking about, like, the afterlife. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> just saying, it's kind of telling us, hey, don't live for the world if you, you know, want to live in heaven and spend yeah. eternity with the Father. Mm-hmm. I like that. Good. Thank you. So, let's talk about Stranger Things now. <laughs> um, so, Grace and I, um, a couple months ago, when the Netflix original show, I'm Not Okay With This, came out, Ooh. we talked to each other because we love Wyatt. And... We wanted to binge it together. We binge watched the whole first and only season because they canceled oh, yeah, the show. Oh yeah, there's only one, isn't there? Yeah, I've seen so, it twice already. So we binged it together, and we had so much fun doing it that we've kind of wanted to like do it again, but with something else. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't choose a new show. Yeah, we chose a show that all of you know. I'm so sure of it. That we have both seen multiple times, correct? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I got into it in eighth grade. Oh, my gosh. Obsession. <laughs> Stranger Things was my life. I yeah. was telling Maggie about it last night, um, eating dinner. It was just... Yeah. I was <laughs> a crazy obsessed. Like... <laughs> um, I've kind of been obsessed with this show, like... Um, a little after the first season came out mm-hmm. because, like, it was out for a long time. Yeah. And everyone else had already watched it, and I heard people talking about it. 
Um, like my brother and some friends of mine were all talking about it. So I was like, I'll give it a watch. I think I'll I started it watching it when the second season was already out. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like that was probably me too. Or like when Maybe. the second season was about to mm-hmm. come out. Something like that. Yeah. So, um, so we've both loved the show for a while now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, the last time I watched it was last summer when oh, Stranger Things 3 yeah, came out. You know? everyone yeah. was all over it. But, you know, before I watched the third season, I hadn't rewatched the whole thing. So I just like, oh. watched the third season. Yeah, you know? just... I didn't go back. Mm-hmm. So me and you watching it now, it's the first time I've gone back yeah. to rewatch like the whole entire thing. So it's crazy like noticing different things and mm-hmm. picking up on different things because it's like me and you were talking about like earlier today how when we watch it now we're not only focused on like mike and 11 and their relationship but the relationships that like older people have throughout the show because that's the age that we are now yeah like and we've matured since you know middle school whenever we started watching it Mm -hmm. um and i even like i'll focus more on like lonnie and joyce because i i used to just be like Oh, okay, they're fighting, whatever, he's, he left, or, I guess, yeah. yeah. And But then, yesterday, I picked up on how she noticed he just came back for the money. Mm-hmm. And then, I would see what Lonnie was trying to do, but then, I, of course, I mean, I'm on Joy's sides all the time, yeah. you know, like, I get her perspective. Mm-hmm. But, re-watching it, and this also happened whenever I rewatched The Office this year, I noticed that, now that I'm older... Um, I have completely different perspectives on the characters and, mm-hmm. like, the plot and the emotions in the show yeah. than I did when I was, like, 13 or mm-hmm. 12, like, watching it, you yeah. know? And it's really cool how, like, life can work like that. Like, how <laughs> you can, like, rewatch something or you can revisit something mm-hmm. and it just gives you a completely new perspective on it. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, you know, watch Gilmore Girls, like, a lot in my life. Yeah, and. Exactly. Like, five times. Yeah. So, you know, like, when I first watched it years ago, I thought, like, how cool it was that, like, Rory and Lane and Rory and Paris were, like, Mm -hmm. best friends. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. You know, they hang out all the time. But now when I watch it, I notice, like... Rory and Lorelai. Yeah, Lorelai and Lorelai. Yeah. And, like, the relationships that Rory has throughout the show, because it's, like, what I relate to now yeah and like watching how they interact with people and how they like navigate through life to say (laughs) like it's just so cool like to gain new perspectives on things Mm -hmm. even if it's just a tv show you know Mm -hmm. like um with stranger things how whenever i was little 12 year old me Mm -hmm. and like the fight between jonathan and Steve, that we oh, just watched last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't even phase me, mm-hmm. like, like back in middle school. Mm-hmm. But rewatching it, it really, like, it was just like, oh no. Yeah. I was either, I was sitting there on the couch. Maggie was like about to fall asleep, <laughs> and I was like on the edge of my seat watching them fight. And I was like, Steve, no, Jonathan, stop! <laughs> you're gonna get in trouble. Like, yeah. but back then I was just like, oh, that's so sad. Ew, he's bleeding. Mm-hmm. Like. But it's kind of, I guess, at our age now, Mm -hmm. instead of putting ourselves in, like, Mike's place or, Mm -hmm. well, we're not from a lab. So I can't (laughs) do that with 11. And we're also not little 
Dungeon and Dragon boys. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of putting myself in like their shoes, mm-hmm. I put myself in like Nancy's shoes. Yeah. If only yeah, I could date Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> we love Jonathan Myers. Oh. I mean, wow. <laughs> He's just amazing. Like, I mean, if they don't match Jonathan Byers, I don't want it. You see, now that's how I felt about Stanley Barber. Mm-hmm. Well, Stanley Barber smokes weed and that messes with their health and everything, yeah. dude. Um, but now Jonathan. He's just he the is. best. And no judgment there on Stanley's part. Uh-huh. I mean, I still loved him. <laughs> I'm just saying. Jonathan is the ideal mm-hmm. guy. And it's like another change in perspective, right? Because yeah. like the first two times that I watched the show, definitely the first time it was like all about Mike. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Um, I wanted to like date Finnell Hart so badly. But That's then, how I thought about Noah though. About yeah. Will. Um, but then, you know, like the second time I watched it, it was like Steve. Like, wow, oh, I love Steve. Steve. Oh yeah, because yeah. he got better, I guess. Yeah. Uh. But now He's never it's Jonathan. And I'm like, wow, Jonathan Byers. <laughs> See, mine went from Will uh-huh. um, and then to Mike. Mm-hmm. Now Jonathan. <laughs> so, like, Mike in season three and stuff. <laughs> Whatever. It's no big deal. <laughs> Just his, his curls. And... Yep. Like, so. Um. I just thought of this. Do you have a favorite scene? Like, out of the whole series, do the you have a favorite scene? The whole series? Yeah. Um, wait, we were talking about my favorite episode. No, mm-hmm. that's... No. Uh, like I told you, my favorite episode was, for some reason, I don't know why, but the one where Jonathan and Nancy mm-hmm. go to the park. Mm-hmm. It is super creepy. But, mm-hmm. and I haven't watched it. Like, I've, I saw it, like back years ago Mm -hmm. whenever I first watched it and stuff and watched it again. Mm -hmm. But this binge watching time, like now I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But I just think it was so like, it was filmed really pretty, Mm -hmm. like the colors too. And I think it was like fall. Mm -hmm. So they kind of had like a fall vibe. Mm -hmm. It was just, that scene was pretty where they were sitting on the bench and they were like talking. And then they started noticing people around them being like, acting abnormal mm-hmm. and then they were kind of like all sus and they're like okay we need to get out of here <laughs> and it something that i appreciate the most about stranger things mm-hmm. and i talk about it all the time is how fantastic <laughs> the soundtrack is mm-hmm. like the choice of music and where they play the music in the scenes is like amazing mm-hmm. like i i love everything about it and it could be just me saying it because I love the 80s and I love that type of music and Mm -hmm. stuff but the soundtrack really is incredible and it's like it's not I mean the songs that they pick I mean of course they're like popular hits but they're not always like songs that you're gonna hear on like the radio Mm -hmm. and they got some in there that that, like aren't yeah the big ones yeah I noticed last night whenever we were watching it sorry (laughs) um like sometimes they would which of course I'm sure this happens in all shows but like I've noticed it the most in Stranger mm-hmm. Things, like I've never noticed it before, mm-hmm. is how um, the volume of the music changes to set the, um, like the setting, mm-hmm. which I mean, that sounds so stupid. I don't stupid, think I've noticed that. Like um, whenever Joyce was like 
playing the song for Will to hear. It was loud. Oh, Because yeah. she was blasting it, like, mm-hmm. as loud as she could to try to get to Will. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, and sometimes the music, um, whenever they were standing in the nursery, mm-hmm. they had, like, creepy nursery music yeah. playing, and then it, like, faded out. Mm-hmm. And it ended as soon as, like, the scene ended. I noticed when that scene ended, you said, oh, I like how that music faded. (laughs) (laughs) It fit well, though. It was was creative. Something that I've definitely noticed rewatching it, and Grace and I talked a lot about it last night throughout the show while we were trying to piece things together, (laughs) is how short the timeline is. Oh, my gosh. Forgot about that. Yeah, continue. Like, you would think, you know... I, I would, what are we on? Like season one, episode seven? Yeah. Like something like that? You would think like almost you two would, months has passed. Yeah, you would think that Will passed. has been missing for like at least a month mm-hmm. and a half. And no, it's been a week. It's, <laughs> it hasn't even been a week, I don't think. Yeah, like. It's been like almost a week, I think insane. he said. Like, um, okay, favorite season. Season, season three. three. Yeah. Hands down. I think it's their age. Yeah. And also, um,. I like the, the, the use of colors, colors and the like their styles mm-hmm. and the music and the, yeah. it's it's more about the friendship mm-hmm. like between the group and mm-hmm. like the relationships that are on and off and then like mm-hmm. they fix it and it's it's more of a social perspective than yeah. like oh no there's this monster mm-hmm. you know and I think in season three we get the most um, will content. Mm-hmm. Which just makes my heart really happy. Yeah, that's sweet. So I like Will. He's a good yeah. character. Um, also, season three. Er, um, sorry, what I was gonna say is, I feel as if season one is kind of oh, there's this monster going after mm-hmm. this these kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like season three is more oh, the there are these kids who are dealing with the monster. Yeah. So I feel like it's more the monster's attacking. Uh-huh. In season one. In season three, it's more, there's a kid dealing with the monster. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's different perspectives, I think, that, like, the directors and writers took. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The show is just, like, Grace and I were also talking about how incredibly, like, creative and smart you have to be to mm-hmm. come up with a show like Stranger Things. Yeah. Because never, I mean, well, I'm not a very creative person. Um, so I would have a hard time coming up with just a general concept for a TV show. You are creative. Thanks. I don't think so, though. <laughs> what um, was that? The like, little wave? There's, like, did? dust in the air. Oh, I something. thought you were like, <laughs> thanks, sure, whatever. No. <laughs> um, but, you know, to come up with a show that is, like, based off this weird monster that is attacking people and takes them to an upside-down dimension... Like, yeah. how does one the, even think about that? Mm-hmm. And then, like, all of the little things that happen, like the experiments that go down in, like, Hawkins Lab and stuff, like, all of the little details that have to go into stuff like that, I mean, you just have to be so smart mm-hmm. to make that happen. I love thinking about, like, the details in a show. Uh-huh. Like, like behind-the-scenes content is, like, some of my favorite stuff ever. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've watched a couple of Stranger Things behind-the-scenes stuff, like, you know, I oh, I, don't, I can't say if it's season two or season three because I honestly don't remember. <laughs> but that one scene where they have Eleven and it's Eleven and Hopper and she's, like, using her powers to, like, shut the gate. Like, yes. Um, 
and she yeah. like levitates in the air while she does it. Oh, I know what you're about to say. Yeah, yeah. So I watched the behind the scenes of that, and it's just so cool to see how it all plays mm-hmm. out. And I just, I don't know, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, I love seeing the details that people put on into a show, especially mm-hmm. the setting oh, and yeah. the character like quirks and mm-hmm. the outfits. And um, if you guys don't know, for years I've been interested in film mm-hmm. and. Just maybe growing up and working in the film industry. I don't know. So I've thought about this a lot. But, like, I noticed in the first episode, whenever Eleven was walking through the woods. Mm -hmm. And you know whenever Hopper is looking for Will and um, one of the police find, like, a piece of her gown. Well, whenever you see her walking, the gown is, like, ripped at the bottom. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I just like how little things add up Uh because they piece together. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that's interesting, and you have to be real creative, especially for an entire show that's about to have a fourth season, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And the episodes to, are so long. Yeah, and to think about all of the details, just and that oh, was yeah. just one little thing in the first episode. Uh huh. But think about all the things that they have to piece together that we probably don't even notice mm-hmm. as viewers. Like, yeah. Cool and or whatever. I think the cast is fantastic because you can have like a great script and everything, but mm-hmm. if you cast the wrong people, then it's like worthless. Oh, uh huh. Like I feel sure. like Winona Ryder does a fantastic job playing I'm glad Joyce. She's in that. Like I feel like she just fits that character so well, mm-hmm. and the facial expressions and the way that she talks and interacts with other characters. It's, like, amazing. And the same thing with Hopper. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. He fits his part David really well. David does amazing at mm-hmm. that. I mean, like, I it's like it's like how I was talking yesterday, how I like how Hopper's so determined to, like, search mm-hmm. around and check every little thing that might seem insignificant. Mm-hmm. But if it might lead to finding Will, he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean... Of course, he does it because that's what his character does. It's like, that's, scripted. Of that's course. how it's written for him. Yeah, so it's not but, just David being like, hey. but he like he fills it out. You know, mm-hmm. he just he makes it all. It makes it piece together he makes really it well. Flow well to where it doesn't seem scripted. Yeah, like I I'll get so sucked into that show where mm-hmm. it's like The Office is the most like. The biggest show to me that feels unscripted. Oh, yeah. Because there's so many shows you'll watch and you're like, oh, okay, sure. It just feels bland because mm-hmm. you can really, really tell, like, how mm-hmm. the script. Like, I could, like, write the script for you uh-huh. because it's so obvious. Like, mm-hmm. But Stranger Things is one of those where all the characters do so good in making it seem real. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have not, is there anything else you want to say? I was just going to say that, you know, it's quarantine. I mean, for Grace and I, we only go to school twice a week. So Mm -hmm. if you are struggling to come up with something to do to fill your time, I would highly recommend binge watching a show. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. And all of the things that you can notice and pick up on, things that you didn't notice before, Mm -hmm. like how we've talked about stuff already, like, it's so cool. Mm -hmm. So... Um, we'll be posting some shows that we recommend for you guys, um, along with, like, the podcast post or whatever. Yeah. But you will have already seen those if you're listening right now. hmm Um, thank you for making it this far if you have. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of you do. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for the ones who actually take the time out of their day to listen to these. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate you, and... We're going to get into some of the questions that you guys asked mm-hmm. us. We picked a few, 
um, to wrap this episode up with. And I will say that we will go on a break and then come back with our questions. Welcome back from the break. We're going to get into the questions that you guys had for us now. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is, what was the inspiration to start the podcast? And I'm going to let Maggie answer that because that was all her. <laughs> so, um, uh, how long would you, about, it's what, a month and a half ago? ago? Yeah. Um, I was scrolling through TikTok, <laughs> and I found a video from a girl named joe and (laughs) it was talking it was like promoting her and her new friend caroline's podcast um middle ground podcast you guys are you already following joe no oh okay so this is the first thing of joe you've ever seen yes this is what about caroline i didn't know see her until like i looked up middle ground on instagram okay so um if you keep up with our instagram stories you've probably seen us like hint at middle ground Mm -hmm. a couple of times so oh my gosh we love you we love that podcast (laughs) um so i saw joe on my for you page talking about how her and caroline had just started a podcast and they would just be having fun with it and how they would just be like talking about life on it and it just looked like the coolest thing ever and then maggie texted me and said Hey, Grace, we are going to copy what these girls are doing and steal <laughs> their brand. No, no, we're completely kidding. <laughs> um, I text. So after I saw that video, I texted Grace and I was like, um, how do you feel about starting a podcast? And she was babysitting. So it took her like a while to get back to me. Oh, no, so, no, 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 no. I saw it. Yeah, I was just really excited. I'm sure you saw it. I was just really excited, and I was just thinking about it until I responded and said yes. It took her, like, a little bit to get back to me, so (laughs) I was, like, nervous the whole time. I was like, oh, she thinks I'm lame or something because I listen to podcasts. Oh, my gosh, no, because I have before, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. only – I think, yeah, Emma's podcast, Emma Mm -hmm. Chamberlain, Anything Goes. That's the only podcast I was ever into Mm -hmm. before we started a podcast, and now there are literally – Probably 20 or more podcasts mm-hmm. on my Spotify that yeah. I regularly listen to. Yeah. Um, which is weird. So I texted Crazy. her and we uh, FaceTimed that night and we worked out a couple of the details, like what we would call it. Um, my original name for this <laughs> podcast was Oh, That's Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, we were cool. trying to come up with you know, different names. We were trying to come up with like clever names, like inside jokes that we mm-hmm. have there were or none. references from movies that we like. There were also none. So then we came up with the 411. Yeah, because we had a conversation about what that meant like a couple weeks ago. Before. Prior. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we didn't name it the 411 and then just a couple and weeks ago. And then decide recently. what it meant. <laughs> yeah, what does it mean? Wait. Um, so. That's pretty much, like, the inspo, honestly. It would be cool if we had this grand story about how we had this major revelation to start a podcast, but that's just not how it went. But I really like (laughs) how it went. But it's okay. Yeah, it went well. Um, And and I think, um, 
I think that I can definitely say for the both of us that we really like having this podcast mm-hmm. because it gives us the opportunity to inspire other people <laughs> and to <laughs> not like to be it. corny. Yeah, but, but for sure, to, yeah. you know, have people, you know, realize how cool they are and. <laughs> That's something that I really want yeah. people to realize is that you're really cool. Yeah, um, we hope you get something from our Jesus Talks as well. Mm-hmm. We hope you can take something yes. and grow your faith. So even though the, the like original inspiration to start this podcast was a video on TikTok, a 15-second video mm-hmm. that led to me it, texting Grace, um, it, we hope that you know you get something out of it and that you can grow your relationship with Christ and that you can maybe branch out and watch a different movie that we might recommend or oh yeah just kind of talk to that person in class that you've always wanted to talk to but you're too scared to yeah we just kind of hope that our ideas inspire you guys yeah, yeah. inspire we just hope that you you get something out of it yeah you know? definitely I think like Maggie said even though this was like ins- sorry. I need to turn my ringer off. It's okay, mine's been... Oh, the bells. (laughs) The bells. (laughs) Even though the inspiration came from Maggie just scrolling on TikTok and seeing, like, Caroline and Joe Mm -hmm. um, creating a podcast, I think it really gave us the opportunity to do something that we have kind of always wanted to do, which Mm -hmm. is, like Maggie said, kind of share our ideas and Mm -hmm. help people out and... Kind of because I feel get like our ideas uh, out there. Yeah, that wasn't right. I mean, yeah, like, was. get our ideas to other people to kind of make you think mm-hmm. and hopefully just inspire you. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times the way we talk on this podcast and like the advice that we give to people, we sound like we're like such cool, like we have it all together individuals. Mm-hmm. But I would just like to say that we were not that way. Like you know. As you guys listen to this podcast and you hear us give you advice, um, we're taking in our own advice at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we're both constantly growing as people and like changing the way that we think or changing the way that we interact with people and stuff. Because I know for me, especially, especially with the whole weirdness of school right now, Mm -hmm. I like don't talk to anybody Mm -hmm. at school. And it's like just hard for me to talk to new people. So... I feel like we've said on this podcast a lot that you should like talk to people and make friends and reach out. And we're still trying to take our own advice. We're still trying to grow in that sense. And Grace really pushes me a lot, which is good. (laughs) But I just shoved her down a flight of stairs the other day. Oh yeah, that was fell. Anyways, really sorry. There are teachers that I would tell anything and everything because mm-hmm. I trust them so much just from talking to them me too outside of class and in mm-hmm. class and on this podcast we want to be real open and vulnerable with you guys I guess mm-hmm. and just we don't want to put on an act and pretend as if we're something we're not or we have it all together and we kind of want to just let you guys know that it's like not everybody's perfect and Mm -hmm. we're not just going to put out the perfect versions of ourselves. Exactly. You know, because that's not us. That's not how life works (laughs) either, you know? So so next question. Um, It's a loaded question. It's got all kinds of different bits and pieces to it. So it says, what is the proper way to deal with different emotions like anger, sadness, happiness, fear? Um, So, 
for anger, Maggie and I discussed this earlier when we were preparing for this episode, mm-hmm. and we both came to the conclusion, or the, mm-hmm. we both wanted to say that you should calm yourself down uh-huh. before you act or mm-hmm. say something you don't truly mean. So yes. if I'm really mad at Maggie, which has never happened, but just say it happens, um, I'm going to make sure I calm myself down and get out of the angry, upset headspace and mindset Mm -hmm. before I say anything or before I go and block her on Snapchat, which I wouldn't do. I'm just saying. Thanks. (laughs) You know, just whenever you're angry, you may make a choice or say something that you don't mean Mm -hmm. or... Do something, something that you'll regret later on. Yeah, definitely something that you wouldn't do normally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're angry or, you know, you know, you're mad at something or someone, try to, you know, just step back for a minute. Take some time for yourself. Breathe in, breathe out, you know, get your mind all good. And then, you know, look at the situation and ask yourself what you can do about it. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, rational. I feel like Grace and I, we kind of live by a motto of what it is, what it is. Oh, yeah. You know, like you can't change events after they've occurred. You can't change your current situation. Mm-hmm. So you can change how you react to it. Yeah. Though. Like you affect. Exactly. You are in control of the way you react to mm-hmm. what happens. So if you're angry over a situation and you're just so upset at how things played out or you're just not happy with something in general, you know, Take a step back and just you have to look at it for what it is. You know, you can't change what's already happened. So just find the most calm and the most rational way to go about it. Mm -hmm. That's I think personally, it's like the best way to do that. Just Mm -hmm. when you're angry, don't make any decisions because like that you'll regret later. Yeah. Like kind of thing. Step back and be like, is this really a rational thing to do or say? Mm -hmm. Do I really feel this way, or is it just the anger getting yeah. a hold of me, you know? And just mm-hmm. prayer oh, works yeah. for all of these. So, um, I would like to point out that in the question, it specifically says the proper way to deal with emotions. And, you know, Grace and I talked about it before we started recording that. There's not, like, one way, one specific way that... that everybody Everybody deal with emotions Mm -hmm. you know like things that grace and i do to help deal with our emotions is probably not stuff that you know other people do and not every like technique is going to work for everybody Mm -hmm. but something that is universal and something that does work for everybody is prayer (laughs) so no matter what what you're feeling you know happy sad whatever hungry just pray about it man Mm -hmm. Um, and I'd like to go into fear uh-huh. because that for me is where prayer and reading the Bible comes like, like helps me the most, I guess, which mm-hmm. I mean, it helps like tremendously all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, talking to God, <laughs> Hi, she, she poo. <laughs> Puppy. <laughs> um, and opening up my Bible and mm-hmm. Like, looking at some comforting verses is very nice. Yes, definitely. So, um, what's another one? Sadness? Mm-hmm. 
We talked a lot about this one earlier during lunch. We did. And we were just getting a snack, but whatever. (laughs) Um, And for sadness, we wanted to point out that whenever you're upset, writing out your emotions helps. Mm -hmm. Talk to somebody, a trusted family member, Mm -hmm. friend, adult. It could be a teacher. It could be a church member. Mm -hmm. You know, talk to somebody you trust. And who would be good with advice, you know? Yeah. Um, and also therapy is nothing to ever be ashamed of. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Or not. embarrassed about. Like, yeah. Gosh. The amount of things that I've read that, like, even, like, people that don't have anything going on, like, in their lives, they really should probably see a therapist on a regular basis. Hmm? Because, like, people that, like, if you want to be, like, I don't know, like, textbook definition with it. Like, people that don't have a need to go to a therapist, like, they don't have any issues going on in their life, they, those type of people should still see a therapist on a regular basis. Okay. Because, like, everyone has stuff going on in their life, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, little things. Like, it doesn't hurt to talk about. Yeah. Even if you don't have something, like, necessarily big going on, it's still fine, like... I read this thing on Instagram that was, like, from a therapist, Mm -hmm. and she was, like, I've had people come to see me and talk to me just because they had nothing else to do or just to talk to someone or just Mm -hmm. to tell me about their day or just a list of things that, like, you wouldn't normally think, oh, they need to go see a therapist, you know? Like, but if you are having issues like um, anxiety, depression, um, definitely therapy is nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. I mean, it's, ever. I mean, in my mind, it's kind of like therapy is there for a reason mm-hmm. and it's necessary sometimes. Yeah. Like, so, you know, go find a therapist that you really like and, uh, um, just go talk your situation out with them because that is what they are there for. They want to help you. They want to, Make your situation better, and it's pretty much a person that you can go and tell absolutely anything to, and they can't tell a single person about mm-hmm. it. So don't ever feel ashamed if you feel like you need to go to therapy mm-hmm. or if it's something that you want to look into. So, yeah. And school counselors, too, mm-hmm. right? I feel like a lot of people don't like like to think about school counselors because it's like, your school counselor Mm -hmm. and I feel like some people have had really bad experiences with school counselors because they like don't help out yeah I just say even if it's just a teacher that you want to go talk to Mm -hmm. you know that you really trust and we also wanted to mention um that if you're sad like we've been talking about it is not wrong to go to somebody for help and to talk to people about it and ask for Mm -hmm. advice But we wanted to point out that if you are sad or feeling down for a day or a week or so, you know, Mm -hmm. definitely talk to somebody about it. Go to a friend. But don't let it take control of how you treat others. Mm -hmm. So don't Mm -hmm. let your emotions negatively affect the way you treat others. Mm -hmm. Because if they're good friends, they will definitely be willing to help. But don't, like, intentionally drag other people down just because you feel bad yeah exactly like um it's perfectly fine to have a bad day and like you know 
to just not be in the mood to Mm -hmm. deal with anything or talk to anybody. Like, it's fine. It's understandable. It happens to all of us. But just because you're, like, having a bad day, just don't make others have a bad day, too. Mm -hmm. You know, like. But also don't feel like a burden because we say this. But just make sure you're um, taking care of the situation Mm -hmm. in a way where you aren't, like, being rude to others, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, don't take like your anger out. Down. Yeah, don't take your anger or sadness out on other people. Uh-huh. Because that's just... It's never good for anybody. Mm-hmm. You and the person that you're taking it out on. Yeah, so. like, find other ways. Like, just instead of bottling it up and mm-hmm. kind of, like, taking your sadness out on other people yeah. because you haven't talked about it to them, mm-hmm. talk to somebody and please oh, yeah. reach out to anybody. We're here for you guys. Yeah. If, like, anything is wrong at all, please reach out to somebody. Oh, yeah. Please. I mean, can't stress that one enough, mm-hmm. man. You are so important. No matter how unimportant you think you are. Uh-huh. You matter to someone. Yeah. And you matter to a, us. Probably a lot more than just one person. Oh, yeah. You know, you never, like, sometimes you'll get into such, like, a dark place where you don't realize your worth. You're blinded from it. Mm-hmm. But uh, so many other people see it, dude. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Reach out. Talk to people. Mm-hmm. If you're ever feeling bad or if you're feeling excited about something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, they asked about happiness. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, through everything, through, mm-hmm. like, all trials is a verse. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord through everything because he is always good. Mm-hmm. He's always working even when we don't see it. Mm-hmm. But happiness, just yep. use that happiness to spread the happiness, you know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, hopefully that answered that question. Mm-hmm. Is there anything so. we missed? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, um. I wanted to talk um, a, a little bit more about prayer. There's a um, Bible verse, 1 Peter 5, 7, that says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Oh, yeah. And like Maggie talked about earlier, God has a plan for you. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're going through, there is a reason. He has a reason for this. Mm-hmm. It's you all know, part you, of the process. Mm-hmm. Trust the process mm-hmm. and enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Like... Don't don't hate on it. Don't hate on God's plan, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we, and we aren't saying if something's going wrong, don't be sad. We're just saying, like, try, just know that the positive there is that God has a plan and this is happening for a reason and everything will get better. Mm -hmm. Like, I've got um, a post-it note in my room and (laughs) it's like, okay, it sounds real cheesy, but, like, things in my life that I would consider to be, like, a mess, like, things that just aren't going right, things that are, you know, seems like can't get any worse, God is, like, sitting up in heaven, and he's, like, that's part of the process, <laughs> yeah. and all he wants from me is to trust him mm-hmm. and to, you know, lean into his plan and stuff, so... You know, things might not be going too swell, but it's going to lead you to a grander place. Yes. So, And the pain that we're feeling now cannot compare to the joys you will bring us. Yes. Correct? Romans uh-huh. something. Romans 8 something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like 828 or like 818? It's 818 or 828. <laughs> One of the two. Wait, 828 is like... Um, um, he works all things for yes. the good. Oh my gosh, we're so cool, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so now... 
we want to get into the second to last question, mm-hmm. which is what is a second chance? Yeah. Which so is that one kind of struck me. You yeah. Because I didn't think people like were wondering that. Yeah, but that's a cool question. Like whenever yeah. I first read it, I was kind of like, well, I mean, a second chance is like a second a chance. A second chance. But <laughs> the more I thought about it, the more like, and the more we talked about it, the more mm-hmm. I realized there's a lot more to it. Yeah. So explain. I want you to go first. Okay. Yeah. So, um, second chance, um, pretty much, you know, like you've done something before that just like didn't float someone's boat. Mm -hmm. Like you hurt them or you said something that they didn't like, or you messed up in some sort of way. And if they come to you and they're like, Oh, I'll give you a second chance. It's just kind of them saying, let's put that behind us Mm -hmm. and let's move forward. See how things can go now. Yeah. Just, I'm just hoping that you don't make that same mistake again. Mm -hmm. And we were talking earlier, Max was like, well, obviously a second chance is like if someone's out of your life for a reason and then you kind of give them a second chance and let them back in, Mm -hmm. even regardless like what they did. Yeah. And then I was like, well, a second chance could also be, say I had someone dog sit for me Mm -hmm. and um, I got back home and they hadn't eaten in three days and there was poop and pee all over the house. Yeah. Now I'd be like, oh, you're never dog sitting for me again. Mm-hmm. But say throughout like a year, they get a dog, they get a cat, whatever, and they show great responsibility and they really take care of it. Mm-hmm. Then the next time I need someone to dog sit, mm-hmm. it can be like, well, I've seen you improve. I forgive you for the last time and you can have a second chance. Will you please watch my dogs? Yeah. So second chances can vary mm-hmm. from thing to thing. It is. Yeah. Broad or just real yeah. precise, you know. Mm-hmm. So did that makes sense. I it did know. make sense. Like it could be a big thing or just a small thing mm-hmm. for second chances. But it's someone made it maybe messed up or <laughs> did wrong in your eyes, mm-hmm. but you forgive them and yeah. you work through it and they get a second chance. So this last question, we're gonna mm-hmm. hit it pretty fast, but I really liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, So the question was, what kind of music do you think Jesus would have listened to? So, I mean, picturing, like, the most average, basic picture of Jesus that you can, like him with his long, wavy hair, (laughs) and he's got, like, his white robe on, and he's wearing his Birkenstocks. What kind of concert would he be at? (laughs) He would, in my mind, Jesus definitely, like, rocks out to, like, CCR. And Crosby, Stills, and Nash. That's like immediately what I think of. If I think about what kind of music is Jesus listening to, it's like that old, like 70s, like rock that's got like this, like hint of folk in it. So. And I said, well, Maggie, maybe Lauren Dale, Lorgan, Lauren Daigle, Lauren Daigle, like, turn your eyes, would he be singing about himself though? Turn your eyes upon <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, or not Jesus's, Grace's mind, like, immediately went to, like, Hymnals. Christian music. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, that's really stereotypical, of course, but, like, <laughs> if I'm t- putting that aside, I really don't know. Yeah. Because every song now either has a an inappropriate reference or, like, a curse word, and Jesus <laughs> wouldn't want to listen to that. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't, because that's not holy. You know, that's not holy. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. No, like, yeah. 
What did he listen to? Um, <laughs> Jesus would definitely listen to Lord. <laughs> well, that's why you said see that. what I did when there. You said that earlier. I was like, I cannot see him jamming to ribs. <laughs> and I was like, Maggie, this makes no sense. Why did you say that? But definitely, like the coffee, like the um, coffee shop vibey yeah. acoustic coffee house essentials. He would listen to acoustic music. I bet he would. Jesus. Jesus would love Niall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're going to wrap it up there. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed um, hearing us talk about all kinds of things, stranger things. Oh, my gosh. We <laughs> loved it. And, um, yeah. yeah. So. Um, hi, Finn, if you're listening. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, uh, what's his name in real life? Jonathan. Jonathan. What's Charlie Heaton. Hi, Charlie. Okay, no one okay. is listening. Anyways, uh, bye. Have bye, a good guys. Day.